Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Is it okay to have a relationship with a co-worker? Or would you agree with employment policies and practices more recently, particularly in some of the multinational companies that ban work romantic relationships? Now, I've seen some of these policies. I'll give you an example. I'll read a bit of one of the policies here from one company. And it says, The company strongly believes that a work environment where employees maintain clear boundaries between employee personnel and business interactions is necessary for effective business operations. Although this policy does not prevent the development of friendships and relationships between co-workers, it does establish boundaries as to how relationships are conducted during working hours and within the working environment. Individuals in supervisory managerial roles and those with authority and other terms and conditions of employment are subject to more stringent requirements under this policy due to their status and role, uh, their access to sensitive information and their ability to affect employment of individual sub- uh, subordinate positions. Now, in other words, they're more or less telling you we don't really want you to have a relationship with anybody. And particularly if you're a superior or in a superior role, you're not to have a romantic relationship with anybody. That's what it kind of says between the lines. Some companies will have a policy that prohibits romantic relationships completely. Although at the moment, I have not seen much of that in this country, more so in the, the multinationals, I suppose, or the American companies. And some companies are more specific about banning employees and superior relationships. But is it a good thing? As some would suggest, that a large percentage of relationships actually start in the workplace. You know, as friendships. I imagine, listening today, there are many marriages where people who met in work. And maybe it's a little bit too much, you know, to ban it completely. But then there's the argument... That if you have a work relationship, or should I say a work romantic relationship, uh, the downside is that if you do break up and it's acrimonious, you know, if I say one person cheats or something like that, it can cause huge tension in the workplace for everybody. Not just for the two individuals, but for the people who work with them as well. Uh, because who are you going to side with, etc., etc. You know, can you imagine, for example, you know, I don't know, if somebody here, for example... Uh, let's just say, for example, Ashton had a relationship with somebody else in work, right? And let's say she caught that person cheating and she had a really bad breakup with him. And then I come into work and I'm going, but I'm actually a friend of his as well. And I work with him too. And she's going, oh yeah, you know what he done to me? And I, so it would cause... It would cause mayhem. I mean, who who's going to be your friend in work? Because everybody would have to side with somebody. So it does cause big problems, particularly when the relationship breaks down. And everybody say, well, the relationship's not going to break down. But you don't know that. So it can cause problems. So I can understand why companies don't like it. Romantic relationships between co-workers can be tricky and a tricky issue for employers with a need of balance for an employee's right to privacy on the one hand, against the need for a robust anti-sexual harassment policies, on the other hand. And there is no law in Ireland, by the way. It's not an offence to have a romance in the office or the workplace. But practically, is it right? But there can be policies. You know, it's a question of company policy. Companies can put in their own policy. How legal they are now is beyond... You'd have to get that checked with a solicitor. <laughs> maybe we maybe we get our work, our work solicitor. That's the fact. That's the law. We'll get him on to talk about it as well. But I don't know whether those policies are real. Could we get him on for two minutes just to ask him? Because he'll tell us. That's a fact. That's the law. His name's got out of my head now. Richard Grogan, of course. Richard Grogan. He's on TikTok all the time now. We have him on the radio all the time. 
I don't know how legal that is for them to put in a policy saying you cannot have a relationship with somebody else. I'm sure Richard could answer that first, but there is no law in Ireland at the moment prohibiting romantic relationships between co-workers may be neither practical nor wise, according to some experts, depending on your view. But employees have the right to privacy and any attempt to ban romantic relationships could be considered invasive and overbearing. But on the other hand, companies do have policies. And I don't know whether you agree with them or not. But generally speaking, do you think it's a bad idea to have a relationship or a romantic relationship with a work colleague? It'd be even worse if it's your boss. Imagine if it's your boss and then you fall out with them. You're never going to get promoted, are you? So the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Do you think these work policies, banning relationships or romantic relationships, are a good idea? Let me know what you think. That's 087-188-0008. Do you think it's a good idea? And thank you very much, by the way, to Maura, who sent me in a lovely gift there today. Thank you very much, Maura. I did get it. Thank you very much. Now, is this a bad idea to have a romance or a date or you fancy somebody in work, should you just tell yourself, no, don't ask them for a date, don't get involved, don't walk away, walk away, walk away. Is it a bad idea to have a relationship, a romantic relationship, with somebody in the workplace? Is it all going to end in tears? Either way, apart from policies. Uh, let me go to Sharon. Sharon, you're an Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Sharon? Hi, Niall. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Good, beautiful okay. day. Oh, it is. It's a be- wonderful day. At least, do you know what? I was only saying this the other day. Now, I'm, I'm not a, one of these climate change promoters or anything like that. But isn't it wonderful to see that in the winter, it's actually not too bad. It's mild. You know what it's I mean? Amazing, it's amazing. Yeah. It, now, don't get me wrong. There's been a couple of cold days. Last Friday there was fierce cold. But in saying that, generally speaking, you know, I mean, yeah, we're not living you have in the to Antarctic. Get, you don't realise what you're missing. Yeah. You know, I could be in here now, but I've been out. I've had breakfast. Sometimes I go and dance in the park. You go and I walk. just love the good... You, are, you go and dance, dance in the park? In the park. Yeah, what, yeah. What do yeah. you doing dancing in the park, Sharon? <laughs> well, I go with my friends, my dance friends on a Sunday, and we've right. done that all all through um, lockdown, separately, right. distance. Right, um, But it's, we just bring a speaker and off we go. And do people and be looking at you up. like you're away with the birds? No, they're, they're <laughs> normal to them now because we've been doing it for two years. Right, and what, so, what do you dance to? Any particular music you dance to? Would you be listening to classic well, hits, Ireland's classic hits? I hope you are when you're listening to dancing. But no. Well, it's on a, it's on a, it's on a Sunday. See, we have to have a playlist. Okay, Because right. we've all different people to, right. you know, to look after. So we'd have like, we'd have all different dance styles. It's a good way of keeping fit, isn't it? Music. Oh, yeah. It ticks every box. Yeah, of course. You're getting box. good fresh air. You're keeping fit at the same time. You know, Yeah, it's a good idea. Sharon, they do yoga and everything in the park now do in the they? mornings. It, yeah. It's a very American idea, isn't it? You see them in like San Francisco and California doing the, the kind of yoga in the public parks. I've never seen it over here, but I, I've seen and it. The, and, the, and the Japanese, yeah. like really, really elder people, and they you, all go out and they do it. You see, our climate has changed. Right. And what's changed you? Just How do you mean? Are, are, you, like a, are you like an awakened woman or something? I suppose I am. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is the lockdown change? Have you realised, have you got a new lease of life or something, Sharon? Well, yeah, I like the outdoors a lot more now. Yeah, well, then why not? You know, yeah. because we we had to, because we didn't have any other choice. And um, yeah. I've I've discovered the feeling of of well-being that comes with it. Yeah. I just feel amazing when I've been outside. Like, we're also doing it at night time now. Like, I was out on an astroturf last night. Okay. We had floodlights and we were dancing in the dark. Dancing. And uh, this, this is a class now. Yeah, yeah. 
but uh, again, yeah. distance. We're not dancing together at the moment. Okay. But um, the weather was lovely, and you'd look out and think, "Oh my God, wouldn't be going out in a night like that." But yeah, but once you, know, you get used to it, I suppose you've a bit of warm clothes, and you're grand. It wasn't cold at all. Yeah. I took the jacket off about ten minutes in, hat yeah. off. Yeah. You know, and um, it's just the weather is fluctuating so much that we're getting a lot of really mild weather. And when you talk about the yoga, the dancing, I get the yoga. Like, yeah. do you sit down and go home? <laughs> I don't know. I've only I've only <laughs> seen them kind of doing poses when I've been passing through. I don't do the yoga. Oh, the, the, yeah, the statue the poses where they do the thing with their hands out and, <laughs> and all that. Yeah, I I don't know. I've never Qigong. Done There's Qigong as well, oh, which right. is all about the breath. Right. You know, which is very good for anxiety, by the way. So are you, get, are you getting all this kind of in touch with your inner self kind of stuff? Yeah, this is... Yeah, this, yeah. I suppose I am. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. yeah. This is some conversation. This is not why you come on and all to talk about this, but it's why I find it intriguing that you're getting in touch with your inner self. Sharon, uh, speaking of being of in touch... Have. Speaking of being in touch with people, would you ever consider... I know, I know you're in a relationship. You are in a relationship, aren't you? Yes, Okay. Yeah, but would yeah. you ever consider, if you weren't in a relationship, would you consider a work relationship? Say, for example, somebody that you were working with, would you ever consider that's a good idea to have a romantic relationship with somebody in work? I, w- I would try to avoid it now because if you broke up, you have to work with them every day. Yeah. But let's face it, uh, a very high percentage of people, you know, have met at work that yeah. are married, mar- have been married for years, are going out. Yeah. A huge percentage. I think you can't help hum- We're human. And, you know, people are attracted to each other and relationships happen. But I think you have to be very discreet. Don't don't be shown it all over. Just keep it private and try and keep it out of office hours. But we we do say. well. Here's the here's the argument, right? Do we have control over who we fall in love with? No. Okay, so do you, so you believe in love at first sight? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. do I do. Yeah. I do. I do. And do you believe like it's it's something chemical that happens? Apart from the obvious, yeah. do, do you believe it's something chemical? Maybe that not it? in every case, but yeah. maybe yeah. everyone's case is different. But there are probably lots of different ways. Sometimes people, the more they spend time with someone, the more that it happens slowly. Yeah. But with some people, it is instant. So I often you know. hear people say that you can learn to love somebody. Hmm, I don't know. I always think that love should be almost instantaneous to some degree. Yeah. I, you well, know, you know, when I when I met. My husband, he walked, he walked in to um, hairdressers. <laughs> I was training at the time and okay. we kind of had a chat. And then when he left, I said to myself, oh my God, I can't, I can't let him go. Right. And thank so God he, he rang he me that evening. He rang me. Oh. We must have Did you give him your phone number? <laughs> he rang me and asked me if he could walk me home from work. Right. So, um, That's that with, his, with his new hairstyle. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> with his new hairstyle. Did you cut yeah. his hair? Oh, day. he had a cool hairstyle. He was the eighties, and he was like Simon Le Bon. Oh, he's going to kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> and did, did were you his hairdresser? Did you cut his hair that day? Yeah, I didn't cut it. I washed it. Right, I was oh, only a trainee at the time. Okay, so you had him. You were leaning over him in the sink. Yeah, <laughs> and then right. the water broke down. Right. So we had a lot longer to talk because the water it would normally be only five or ten minutes. How old were you? But uh, I was sixteen. And how old was he? 17. Okay, so it was just love at first sight. <laughs> puppy love. Yeah. And they call it puppy love. <laughs> yeah, and here we are, 35 years later nearly. And still in love? Yeah. <laughs> Do you believe love lasts forever? Um, well, obviously all love doesn't, because I know a lot of couples who mm. have broken up. Yeah. But uh, thank God some, some love does. Mm-hmm. 
And you know what? I think what you're doing at the moment, you know, discovering your inner self and being outside and doing more exercise and feeling healthier about yourself, that actually helps your relationship too. Because the you better you what, feel about so, yourself, the better you're going to feel about your relationship. Yeah, yeah, because you come in buzzing and you're, yeah, you yeah. know, you do pass With More energy, on. more energy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, if, 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 if they're lucky, they might get a nice foot massage or a hand massage because yeah. I've, I'm all relaxed and... Yeah. You know, and my daughter... Like, oh, you can't be a good, good for, foot massage, a good toe massage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter just constantly annoys me now. Mom, give me a massage. But if I haven't got the energy, I can't do it. Whereas if I've been out and buzzing and doing my things, I'm mm. more than happy to do it. Yeah. And I'm able to do it. And by the way, does he ever go out in the fresh air with you? What's his name? Simon Levon. Oh, does, does, does Simon Levon go out with you? Tom <laughs> <laughs> the new romantic. Did he, did he have that hairstyle? Do you remember years ago the new romantics had that hairstyle where, he did, where he the hair hung over hair. one eye? One eye, you know? No, 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 no. He was a lot cooler than that. Okay, he so was, he had the hair sticking Simon up. Simon Bond style. Okay, yeah, it was kind of no. neatly cut but sticking up. And, and street and blonde streaks and yeah. uh, be- beautiful looking boy he was, absolutely. Oh. And he still he was is. like a model. And still is. Like a model. He oh, still? he still is. Yeah. Very handsome man. Yeah, yeah, he is. What's his name? We've, we've, we've complimented him so much here, we better give his name. But what's his name? I don't know if I should say. How <laughs> worth of you listening to me now? What's, what's his first name? Tom. Tom! You look like Simon yeah. Lebon. You're gorgeous. God bless you. <laughs> stay there for I'm a second. Nice. Stay, stay, stay there for a second, Sharon. Uh, John, you've been listening to Sharon there tell us, God knows everything there about her life story, yep. to be honest with you. Um, but it, basically, she believes it's a bad idea. Although she does not recognise the fact that most people meet at work, or a lot of people meet, meet at work, but still, you risk the breakup. And if the breakup is acrimonious, you're doomed. But that's the problem. Um, no. My first girlfriend, and that's gone back a good bit. No, it is gone back a long time, isn't it? Yeah, fair I, I'd say my toes are probably named to donkey around the same time. <laughs> yeah. But, um, she, the, you met her at work, did you? Strangely enough, like, three, uh, this particular job I worked in, yeah. I was involved in three relationships. Right? Two while I worked there, and one, uh, the lady was still working there, but I was long gone out of it, right? Right. But the the very first one, or the first two, we'll say, like, I mean, while I was working there. This, look, I don't like the idea of mandatory anything, like, you know. Because yeah, well, the, but the companies are putting it in their policies now. Yeah, well, I, I just don't comfortable yeah. with that, you know. Oh, yeah, okay. Really like, yeah. That's a, 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 a bit controlling, isn't it? You can't, yeah. you can't help who you fall in love with. No, you can't. But saying that, I would, if you can at all, and it's, she's the one, he's the one, I would hold off on the, the workplace romances because the point you just made is it's when it goes wrong and then people start taking sides and of course you'll get the the, one, the ones as I call them then come along saying I never liked them anyway yeah. there was something <laughs> wrong, was dodgy about him yeah I always knew he was a creep <laughs> and this is what I said if Ashling, for example had a relationship with somebody in here and they broke up let's say he cheated on her and they broke up yeah. and then I come into work I'm expected then to be on Ashling's side and not well, talk to him. Do you know what I'm hard. saying? So it would be but, all but, but, awkward. But not, not alone that then, but you see, the thing is, in the relationship, maybe one person, look, uh, at that, especially like, I mean, if you're young, I mean, people can be besotted with each other completely. And one person might want to stay in the relationship, the other won't, right? Yeah. And then you're going in five days a week, like, I mean, and if you're working in close proximity, like, you're seeing that person for five days, 
And like, if you're carrying your own bit of a heartache, it's a lot harder. It takes a lot longer of course, to yeah, get yeah. over that. Yeah. You know? And then you have the bullshit coming. They say, come on, say, oh, it's the only one, but she was too good for you. And I'll just carry on, you know. You're yeah, because it's bad, enough, like, you know, it's bad enough having heartache, you know, with somebody outside if you're going yeah. to work because everybody has to deal with just sitting at your desk sniveling all day. So, yeah. I mean, that's bad enough and hard enough to deal yeah. with. And people. then you see the new boys from the Costin hanging around the side waiting for the Yeah, he's at the canteen making tea, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's better looking than you. <laughs> Absolutely. So I do understand the reason why we should avoid it at all costs. Yeah. But, well, I, I, but, but John, but I, here's the question I asked Sharon. Then sometimes you can't avoid it, as you rightly said. Do you believe that? Do you believe in love at first sight? Why do we don't shadow over those? Yeah. Okay. Why do? Yeah. Have you experience? Well, I tell us a, a, a fast story. Then one day I was going through town, and the bus office that brings the buses right up to Kilkenny and everywhere in Waterford is inside in the city centre, and this girl was smiling, coming up towards me. And I looked around and she was looking back and she was smiling again. So I went around, got a paper, came in and went down towards the bus area again. And there she was again, right. smiling more again. And she's like, she sounds like a stalker more or something again. Like I, well. I, I just, I just I love it first sight, man. I said, yeah. Jesus, this is gorgeous, you know. Yeah. So she got on the Galway bus, right? Yeah. You know, this might sound a bit stocky, all right? So I got on the Galway bus, right? Jeez. Like, this is getting, this story is gone. Sharon is intrigued by this. This is like one of those crime detective books. Well, well, anyway, <laughs> like, not, not to make it too obvious, like I didn't sit and read it close proximity to her right. on the bus. Yeah. But she gave me a big beam and smiled again. She said, oh yeah, when I got on the bus, I said, Jesus, this is great. So I, I went further back to the bus anyway, not to make it too obvious. So... As we approached God, we sitting anywhere, anywhere, she, I let her get out first, like, and just as she was getting on the last step to alight the bus, right, she fell into the arms of this hunk by, and he nearly ate the face off her with his tongue down. <laughs> nah, stop. Oh, no. That was the I, end I of that, so. The, I just walked up to the driver and I said, what time is the next bus? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, God. It's a terrible when you're quite young as well, and I don't want Sharon to go too much into this because obviously she has a husband now and she can't be talking about previous relationships. But, oh, yeah. you know, when you're between the age of 14, I suppose, and 16 or 17, you know, you meet a lot of people and you think you're falling in love, don't you, Sharon? Yeah. Ah, you do, you do. I I remember, I remember um, being being twelve, yeah. and um, yeah, I remember being twelve, and and you know your first crush kind of thing. Yeah, getting your little heart broke. Thinking, yeah, <laughs> well, I don't, don't think I ever got it broken. No, no. Did you not? Oh, look no. at you! <laughs> oh, look at you, Sharon. Yeah. No. Yeah, John no, has I, I... John has had his broke a few times, from what I believe. But and by the way, John, let's not even go down the road with John. John will tell you the story about the one that got away. He told the story on the air one day and he had everybody texting in in tears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not good, for God's sake. No, no, he had himself in tears that day as well. The one that got yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, the one that yeah. he still loves to this day. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, you never know. Yeah, yeah. You never, Thanks you, never that know. Note. <laughs> you never know. Listen, thank you very much indeed, Sharon and John. Now, I want to get back to this after the break, by the way. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 8 I want to know, is it a good idea for a company to put in, um, you know, a policy in the workplace that you cannot have a romantic relationship? Let me know what you think. Let's be real, Noel. You can't tell two people to not fall in love with each other, you know what I mean? Because there's a protocol. That'll only push them towards each other even quicker. You know what I mean? Imagine saying that your boss saying, listen, you're not allowed to fall in love with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't help your feelings. I know. All the companies to go shove their rules. I hope they're you know what. And don't forget, of course, to support the sponsor. If you're thinking about a new car, by the way, a hybrid, electric, diesel, petrol, whatever it is you happen to be looking for, you can drop out to the showrooms there at Hyundai Dundrum or you can go online 
and have a look at the full range there. HyundaiDundrum.ie is the website. Some lovely cars. I wouldn't mind a new one myself. Uh, Frank, you're in Ireland. Classic kids. How you doing, Frank? I'm not too bad myself now. Good. Frank, now, the idea of having a policy or companies having a policy, which is becoming more common, whereby you're, I suppose, discouraged from having romantic relationships. Is that a good idea? Not at all. Um, re- reason I say it is, I mean, you, you never know when you're going to find love, whether it's uh, at work, at, at the pub, at a club, at a sports meet. Uh, you, you never know when you're actually going to meet the one that you fall in love with. So for a company to say, uh, sorry, buddy, um, it's, it's not allowed in the workplace, I, I think that's uh, a little bit um, mm. shocking, if I could put it that way. Yeah, but they, um, do, they do specifically go into, say, for example, individuals in a supervisory, I'm looking at the policy here, or managerial role and those of authority. Um, you know, are uh, subject to more stringent requirements under this policy. In other words, there's no chance of that. And I can see why. I mean, imagine somebody having a relationship with the boss, for example, and then nobody else can, you know, reprimand that person because you have the boss to deal with. So, I mean, it can be difficult. You know what I mean? Most, most definitely. But I mean, uh, in a workplace, everybody, everybody has somebody to answer to. So I mean, um, let's just say, for instance, uh, somebody did get involved with their, their manager or supervisor, and things went south. Um, then, if if they a person does find they're being victimised now by their supervisor that they fell out with, yeah, um, then I, I would say it would be. For that HR department, yeah, well, it's going to get complicated them, then, isn't it? When you get HR involved and HR, wants yeah, to go, Hold yeah, on, yeah. you wear in a I relationship mean, with him for God's sake. You know what I mean? Exactly. But I mean, it, it's one of those cases where uh, we we all adults, you know. So if if the re- relationship does end, uh, that that that's a part of life. I mean, friendships end, relationships well, end. Uh, okay, so you have to take into yeah, but you have to take into consideration, Frank. If the relationship ends, most likely you're, you're either you're going to have to leave or that person's going to have to leave because it would be awkward. Depending now, I'm, what I'm saying is sometimes you could just fall out of love. It's fine, but if it's an acrimonious yeah. ending, in other words, if somebody has an affair or somebody cheats or something like that. You know, it's not going to be a good work environment. Oh, not at all. But I mean, uh, um, I mean, the relationships have been going that way uh, since high school days and all of that. I mean, you've you've always had to deal with uh, the boyfriend or the girlfriend that cheated on you and and did something wrong to make the relationship fail. Mm-hmm. Um, you you didn't necessarily change schools be- because uh, your your uh, buddy or your your girlfriend boyfriend uh, cheated on you you stayed in school and you just kind of avoided them and um, it, yeah, but it that worked, should be the case you know? a bit more of a professional organisation you know what I mean it's not like school I suppose that's you know, I mean, we're kind exactly. of chilling so, I mean, and I mean keep it professional yeah <laughs> okay and have you ever fallen in love in the workplace by the way um, I, I did uh, back in my day meet somebody in the workplace, not 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 the, the love of my life who I ended up marrying, but um, I, I did meet somebody in a workplace, and yeah. it went south. And you know what? We we kind of said, look, at, at what happened happened, and uh, let let's just keep the peace and carry on working together. It was awkward initially, but as time gets on, I you mean, got used to it. <laughs> yeah. But stay there, stay there just a second, because I want to go to Alan just finally on this before I end it. Alan, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Alan? Hey, dude, I've got about a minute and a half, but you've seen this go toxic at one point. Yeah, I've seen uh, at the, the top manager uh, something going on with a female other manager, and uh, the two of them turned into the devil pair, and it turned, they turned the environment toxic. Oh, right. Uh, the whole really, work environment became toxic. Yeah, yeah. Because he was seen as a player. She thought he was the love of her life. He was off playing somewhere else. Right. Uh, it, meant, it meant her team then couldn't report against her because they felt she wasn't doing her job because he was the person you go to. Right. He wouldn't have someone speaking out against her. Turned the whole place toxic and some people did actually 
leave their job, the job they enjoyed because of that. Now it turns out he was cheating on her, so right, okay. Uh, she, so she ended up, she ended up finishing with him so again. Yeah, so, so in other words, it destroyed the, the whole work environment. Yes. See what I mean, Frank? That's madness. Yeah, well, well, I can see that two managers. So you have two managers go hard in the in the building in the jacks <laughs> or whatever they were doing, and everybody's afraid to say anything bad about either one of them because they'll take sides, and then the whole environment just becomes toxic. I can get that. I understand why that can happen. Look, I can get that as well, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. So, Alan, were you working there at the time? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Did you leave? Uh, no, it was a different part of business, didn't we? It didn't oh, really it, didn't it, it didn't affect you. It didn't affect you. It was more thirteen, but um, yeah. There, look, there needs to be a policy where if, this, if things don't work out, we have a policy where HR must be notified if people start dating for longer than six months. And oh, right. Okay, so your hate. Okay, so okay, just run that by. So the policy in your job is if you're dating for more than six months, you have to notify HR. Yes, and that's just to make sure there's no conflict in a manager dating a, a subordinate. That, that, so there's yeah, no favoritism or anything like that done. That sounds a bad idea. That is the case. That person gets moved to a different team. Right. Just to make sure there's no conflict anything at all. Right, okay. That's that's actually not probably a bad idea. Listen, lads, I have to wrap it up. Thank you, Alan. Uh, see, it can go pear-shaped. Uh, thank you, Frank, and thank you everybody who got involved in that. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.